0: G'day. <laughs> this is Brett. You're listening to Abby and her mate Luke Benz on Urban Podcast. Hello, and uh here we are. And here it comes. It's an old speckled hen.
1: Old speckled hen, I've heard of this.
0: Yep, it's uh five percent
1: five percent you're getting crazy on a monday night
0: yeah it's kind of golden the kind of tinge to it you can see that there
1: it looks it looks very golden
0: uh it's a very respected kind of brewery
1: all right here it goes the old speckled hen down the hatch oh,
0: yeah, it's good it's <laughs> very good it's um
1: the color is really soothing me yeah i it's, obviously um... can't taste it unfortunately but the color i'm liking
0: it's in like the multi range. I'd I'd give it that. But yeah, this is nice, uh, very drinkable. I think you could have like a couple of these. Um, whereas some of the craft beers we'd sample, you maybe just have one. This, you could have five, six.
1: <laughs> six at five percent. You're looking at a short night.
0: Yeah, big time.
1: But I want to know why the the name the name of the beer is in quotes. Because
0: it's like saying the old speckled hen. <laughs>
1: You know what? I've talked to this before, but I have started saying "the old" in front of things, like "oh, the old bins, the old England," and it's because of you. And I say it with the same inflection, and it is so irritating. When I realize I'm doing it, I'm instantly irritated. <laughs> All right, well, out of five stars, what do you, what would you rate this?
0: Four and a half. Four.
1: Four and a half. Four. Yeah. That is quite high. <laughs>
0: All right, let's crack on with uh, this. This is a tale of two shows. The second half is our politics, that we always do. But, of course, the world has been swept up with something else. Not just uh, American politics, but the, the greatest show on earth, the Olympic Games.
1: I get very emotional about it. Like, I don't know about you, League, but I get, like...
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean...
1: Very emotional.
0: So, like, the kind of insight of England is everyone's a bit kind of grumbling at first, saying they don't like it, they don't really... The Olympics is a waste of money. It's pointless, you know.
1: Why do I feel like England's always complaining about?
0: Oh, because like, we moan like about you're whinging about everything. But then, but then, but this is sort the of thing. It starts off like as everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we don't really want it." And then all of a sudden, give it like a week or two, and everyone's oh. like watching all these crazy sports that you never watch. And then England starts winning a load of gold medals, and everyone's like, "It's the greatest thing ever." Well, I think we you. just need
1: to keep a load of gold medals in perspective because. You are currently in second place in the medal count. That being said, it is Hell a far yeah. off second from Team USA, hey, we're, a small,
0: we're a small island, well, it's but true. It, it doesn't true. it doesn't like,
1: detract from the fact that we are far and away.
0: Well, you've got like, look at look, the population of two hundred and fifty million, to, and what have we got? Seventy.
1: It doesn't really matter. I'm Just saying.
0: Yeah, it does. You've got you've got. You've got it's ridiculous. I mean,
1: I can I can see this is going to kick you off. Go on, you know, I'm ready.
0: China and America, they, they they win it all the time, and it's, that's why it's, I think that's why it's be, uh, better for us Brits because um, we're a smaller nation.
1: I can really hear you getting amped up, and I am loving it. I this is what sports does to people. It's, it's true. Uh, <laughs> Dare we, you question somebody's medal count. It is
0: now like all I want is just medals and tears. That's all I want. Is oh, my
1: God. Is I mean, what... it just goes without saying.
0: Just the second your a... national
1: anthem comes on, I don't care if you, like, if you really are not in a good place with your country right now, personally. Like, mm-hmm. when the national anthem comes on, oh, my, just shatter me. Shatter me to the ground.
0: Yeah, all I yearn for now is seeing, um, uh like, British athletes win gold, and then... Have them uh, break down in interviews and cry. Uh, uh, oh, man.
1: it's the only thing you want.
0: Exactly, but um, it's been good. I
1: was just gonna say, well, yeah, I love the Olympics. Every every time I get like incredibly emotional. Guess people like hyper nationalist. Like, <laughs> guess
0: people like inspired to go do sports and stuff, which I always think is a good thing.
1: I mean, the back story. Active. For example, this year there's a refugee team. Instant sobbing.
0: Yeah, it's been interesting. Like, and also it just makes me want to go back to Rio, I just think. Oh,
1: oh God. I'm like, I would happily for Zika to be there right now. <laughs> yeah, no just, question in my mind.
0: And just look at it. It's on the TV every day, and I'm like, I uh, wish I was there. I wish I was on Copacabana Beach again.
1: Oh, Copacabana, same. Yeah, I, just, I always had some cachaça in my Yeah, <laughs> Just
0: sipping on a caprinha yeah. watching the uh, the chicas roll by. So good on you, Rio.
1: So I'm very happy it's on, but I'm already feeling the depression settling in. Cause it's already one week, to, it's halfway done. Over halfway.
0: Yeah, I mean, how long's left now?
1: It ends the 22nd.
0: Oh well. Better get it cramming. What are I we doing know. here? Better go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Olympics might be on a short time frame, but we still got a lot of election to cover, so not all is lost. Let's
0: make America great again. It's
1: a party in the I'm running for
0: president Abby, last week we had the Republican convention
1: so this week was the DNC, this past week There were strikingly different tones in the two While the Republican National Convention kind of felt like doomsday uh, With the speeches and a lot of the rhetoric I think most people... Republicans, Democrats alike, can agree that the DNC had a much more optimistic feel. You know, Democrats really needed this convention to be a unifier because uh, it's pretty divided right now with the Bernie or bust crew versus uh, the Hillary camp. During day one, there was a lot of uh, Bernie protesters that, you know, really put up quite the stink. They were pretty loud.
0: Well, I was kind of thinking about this. It's just like a waste of energy. And... Like I think you know, I I've had it in the time where we we've had like people elected in my party who I don't necessarily I would have preferred a different option. But go for the party. And especially against somebody like Trump.
1: That's that's what's really interesting right now in terms of this election because the two candidates are so strikingly I mean, Donald Trump he he is in a league of his own, right? Mm-hmm. And so you'd think that no matter what people would at least be banning together to stop like this sociopath from taking office but it's not really what we've seen this election and in terms of so sarah silverman he's a comedian i don't know yeah. if you're familiar
0: with i do know she, sarah silverman show
1: she spoke on the first night and she a, was a burning supporter you know she was saying no i'm like i was a burning supporter but i'm gonna support hillary you know and there were, she was met with like a lot, a lot of boos and people were really unhappy. And she said, you know, to all the Bernie or Bust people out there, you're being ridiculous. So
0: it's pointless, isn't it? Like you could get as, they could get as angry and kick up as big as fuss as anything. It's not going to change anything.
1: Um, but anyway, so there was a, the whole, the Bernie supporters were uh, pretty riled up. Uh, but the, not, the first night of the convention, Michelle Obama spoke. People who don't like Michelle Obama, I'm, you're hard pressed to find them. Like yeah, the I saw woman, it. It,
0: was, uh, it. was a very empowering speech. Fantastic.
1: I think one of the main lines that has really stuck is she said, I wake up every morning in a house that was built by slaves and I watch my daughters, two beautiful, intelligent, young black women playing with their dogs on the White House lawn. You know, a striking picture to paint, I think, given mm-hmm. a lot of the rhetoric from Donald Trump over the campaign trail, you know, he's just been so so bigoted and he just not a lot of diversity from him. So to hear, to hear this statement from like the first lady was yes, really striking. Fantastic. But then he, but then do you know who Bill O'Reilly is? No. So he, he's a conservative like talk show host. Um, and his response was that the slaves who built the White House, well, they were well fed and had decent lodging provided <laughs> to them by the government. This is what we're talking about, people. Okay. Well, let's, let's just of... something else to get into entirely. <laughs> uh, and then Bernie Sanders and really did his damnedest, I think, to unite the parties to get some of his, uh, you know, the burn your bust people to get Even if he didn't look like
0: he meant it, he still did it.
1: <laughs> he threw his support behind her. That happened on day one. Uh, day two, Hillary officially got the party's nomination, and this actually happened with Bernie requesting to give her the nomination by acclamation, and he actually was the one who said, you know, at the end of... Everybody at the roll call of all all the delegates putting their support behind people, um, he called for her to be nominated. So, so that was nice to see another uniform obviously another unifying gesture by him. Uh, and then Bill Clinton was the keynote speaker on night two. Good old Bill, uh, and he, I will say he gave a bit of a long address. He's
0: looking old <laughs> yeah. these days, isn't he? He's looking really old.
1: Looking old, but looking very thin. That yeah, quadruple bypass really uh he's doing
0: it his- crazy, isn't he?
1: he used to be he you know he he had that um that bypass a while ago, but he's definitely lost some i mean he's yeah, he looks like he's getting older, he does well he is getting older um anyway, so he gave a speech I think that was really trying to paint a picture a more personalized picture of Hillary because you know I think people get the feeling they don't really know who she is he's a he's a phenomenal speaker, I don't think anybody can deny that then day three, Barack was the keynote speaker, and I mean Barack Obama, God damn if the man. And he can deliver a speech. I mean,
0: smash it out again, the park every time.
1: Also, the night we we saw Mr. Khan, who was the father of Muslim soldier who died. Him yeah, and his wife. That's, that's caused
0: a, a real, real. Oh my storm. god! The no. ripples have been felt far and wide across the world.
1: So he is an American Muslim, and his son died serving the country. And then later, Donald Trump. Uh, he was yeah. He was killed in Iraq. Donald Trump comes on mm. and makes a comment about his wife who had been standing by his side, yeah, and
0: she, she said she said she kind of stood there silently and told yeah, she,
1: she didn't say anything. She just stood by his side, and he yeah. said, "You know you know maybe she's not allowed to do because of her religion, and it's just he's just such a
0: just stamping on the bones of the dead,
1: yeah, literally, and it was just so in a like incredibly." inappropriate. It's surprising because, you know, I think you really think of Republicans as being very pro-military. They want to put a lot of money into the military. They're all about national security. But to see the candidate, your candidate for president, the president for becoming president, say things like this about people who have died serving the country is really shocking. So he's still facing a lot of backlash about that. The
0: Republicans themselves are against Trump.
1: Well, actually it just came out that Bush, um, Jeb Bush is one of his aides or something. She, she's dropped like her Republican label and is going to, um, register as an independent and she will vote for Hillary if it comes to that in the state of Florida, if it looks close. So, I mean, these are the things we're kind of seeing,
0: uh, nice.
1: transpire from all this. Uh, anyways, ultimately Hillary, uh, was introduced by her daughter. Chelsea Clinton introduced her mom. And then we saw kind of a montage video of her life narrated by morgan freeman so got himself in support of hillary
0: Um, (laughs) and and the the man to narrate all things
1: (laughs) the man with the voice the voice of a generation then hillary took the stage gave a speech i think that was also trying to show a little bit more of her personal side now hillary i think no one will uh disagree that she does not have the hillary sounds a little bit more you know icy and i think that's why people also have a hard time maybe trusting her because you don't get a, a huge glimpse into who she is personally, you know, she's is like this like, is she a bit like
0: a mom trying to be cool. You know what I mean? Like,
1: no, I would, that's not how I would necessarily describe her. I think she just comes across as a little bit cold. And I think this it was really important for her to take the stage and give people a glimpse of who she is. And while I think her she definitely, again, not a Michelle Obama in terms of speaking, um, and really maybe resonating with people personally, she she did a lot of talking about women and motherhood, which is really the first time we've seen this. And I think some people worry that she's maybe pushing, you know, especially white male voters away with some of this. But um, just trying to humanize herself. And I think I think she did. At one point, she says in her speech, you know, I I know people have a hard time knowing what to make of me, um, which I think for somebody to admit that is just a step in the right direction. So um, It'll be interesting to see how things continue to play out. But though that was the DNC pretty much in a nutshell. Okay, Nate, Rebecca, Joey, uh, did you watch the DNC? Do you care about the election and kind of what are your thoughts on Camp Hillary right now? So we, we care very deeply, but we live in Dublin, Ireland. So it's very difficult to watch anything. So so I read the New York Times. Um, Joey, what do you? How do you get your news? Uh,
0: I am a uh, Gawker slash Politico guy.
1: Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely follow elections. And what's uh, what's really concerning for me is that <laughs> I'm the only American that works in my team in uh, in our software software company in Dublin, and the Europeans are like more informed than I am. Name? Nancy. Nancy, I'm just wondering, did you watch the Democratic National Convention? No. Do you have any thoughts? I have lots of thoughts and quite frankly there isn't, all of the candidates are bad and I can't choose which is the best of the worst. I probably will go Republican depending on, uh, as a customer service waitress, I make more money when Republicans are in office. I'm perplexed. Okay, thank you very much. I've tracked it over the years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a server for 30 years. I've tracked it. Name? Travis Rollendorf. And do you care about politics? Did you hear anything about it? Are you voting? Like, what? what are you thinking about Hillary Clinton? No, like, I really care about politics. It's just, like, from what I saw of the Republican National Convention, it's I knew this was going to be a shit show from the start. I know that Hillary is just a horrible choice. And so, like, I just had no interest. I already know who I'm voting for. Do and, like, you? Are you going to vote for a major party, or you're going to... I'm actually going to vote third party because I believe that my voice, regardless of whether it's going to win or not, you know, it's my vote. It's what we fought for in the, the, re- the Revolutionary War. Our voice matters regardless of whether we think they're going to win or not. Ross. And Ross, you told me you've watched the DNC, correct? Yes. Is there anything you'd like to share? I thought Bernie Sanders looked very sour, rightfully so. I thought Hillary Clinton looked in form. Uh, What form that is, one of her many forms. However, I will be voting for Hillary Clinton this November, as opposed to uh, Mr. Trump. Yeah. Because while I do want to see the collapse of capitalism and Western society, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Sort of, not really at all. But I don't want to see it at the hands of Trump. The DNC itself... um, was a spectacle of television for sure, uh, marked towards you know mainstream America, and f- for its purposes, I think it w- was an amazing piece of television. But you know, I think it's ultimately just that, nothing more. And so, did you watch the RNC at all? Of course. And what were your thoughts on that in comparison to the DNC? America. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. That's my only thoughts on that. Ross, thank you very much. This has been a perfect interview.
0: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
1: All right, well, I guess the only thing left to do is to roll on to everybody's favorite game. Mm. What's that noise? And as I did for Donald Trump last week, I will now formally invite Hillary Clinton on the show to, um, to participate. Come on, girl. Come on down. Play the game. Let's see how good her ears are.
0: She's riding the back of a victory, but can she tell me what's that noise?
1: That is a very quiet drop sounds round. Can you do it again? Oh now it sounds middle one more time. sounds like silverware of some sort, like one of those baby spoons that people get to um like to display like the collector spoons. Tim, come here, Tim is playing, so Luke we're playing with that no. Like, tell me Almost tell me what you think this ice. is. I like this game. Okay, do it again. Tim's going to need it again. That was, that was it? That was it. I know. Disappointing. Sounds like... <clears throat> it's dropping it on carpet, number one, I think it sounds like. It sounds it's like, not, a, like a ring falling,
0: maybe like a piece of metal.
1: It's definitely something made from metal.
0: Is it a bowl? Like a glass bowl?
1: I don't think he's dumb enough to drop glass, but that could be wrong. Well, you know, he
0: dropped from, like, six inches.
1: Something very small. Fingernail clippers.
0: <laughs> Lovely.
1: God, this is the most irritating part. God, just
0: get I it. I reveal <sighs> that it was a silver spoon.
1: <gasps> oh, my fucking God! No, I guessed that. I get that right. It was a spoon that I guessed.
0: It was a silver spoon...
1: That's and, uh, exactly what I said. It's a little one, just like I fucking said.
0: It was You were very close there, Abby, but um, unfortunately no, you went with nail clippers and that's what the critics are going to remember. The fate because Stop it always goes right down. Now.
1: Tell me true, you piece of shit.
0: And Thing is, win or lose, Abby always calls me a piece of shit. Last and week, And
1: that's where we'll end it. Thanks for
0: tuning in. <laughs> I'm Abby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Luke. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>
1: Mmm.